What's going on, guys? It's Studio 618, back with another podcast. As always, I'm Jake Fine. I'm Jake Reed. I'm Jared. Skr, skr, fish. And I'm Andrew Moore. Jared's unnecessary. (laughs) Now that we've had some time to reflect on 2018, beautiful year, we thought we... Great year. That was a great year. (laughs) Thought we'd go back, talk about our top ten albums of the year. So, I can start us off. All right, let's let's hear it. I'll I'll read out my ten first, and then uh, love your guys' input. Yeah, we mean the world to me. Happy to give it. <laughs> All right, starting from number ten, we have uh, the now now from the Gorillas, Beer Bongs and Bentleys, um, Post Malone, Iridescence, Brockhampton, uh, Yay from Kanye West, Astro World, One Point Five, Carter Five, Oxnard, Care for You, Saba. At number two, and Kids See Ghost. All right, at so number one. So initially, I just want to ask you because you're like the biggest Brockhampton fan out of all mm-hmm. of us. What did you think about Iridescence? I wasn't a huge fan. I like some of their other projects better. I don't like so any I, of their I projects. I just wanted to. I, I wanted your input on this. Compared to Saturation, like I thought, I I agree with you. I wanted. Yeah, I don't. I don't think anything they'll ever produce will hold a light to Saturation, especially putting three projects like that out within a year. Like, they'll just never come close. But in terms of, like, if you put that aside and just look at Iridescence as a whole, um, after losing Amir, of course, I like the direction they took it in where they, like, it was less about, like, hard rap because, like, that's what Amir, I think, brought to the group. Mm-hmm. And they turned to more of, like, um, the alternative rap kind of thing. Okay. And for that, I actually really liked it. I liked the new style. Well, honestly, I gotta say is that one of my biggest criticisms of Brockhampton, especially during Saturation, has always been, like, their music just kind of sounds really similar, and sometimes it's hard for me to pick apart individual songs, but something that I appreciated, I mean, it's not necessarily, like, my style of music, but one of the things I really appreciated and respected about Iridescence is that they actually really mix it up a little bit, and I was just able to enjoy, like, okay, they're trying to experiment with, like, these new sounds, and it just sounds... I mean, it's not necessarily my thing, but it sounds really cool, and I appreciated yeah. what they were trying to Cause, do. Because, you know, at first I was sad that Amir was gone, but, like, you go back and look at his music, like, his flow on every song on Saturation was basically the same. And it's you could like, say duh, the duh, same for, like, duh, Dom, duh, and duh, then duh. you always have Kevin's hook. But, like, yeah, Iridescence, like, now that he was gone, like, people had more chances to, like, either step into that role or do something different. I appreciate that a lot. What about the Gorillaz album? Like, none of us had that that on our list. I didn't even listen to that. I I, I, I honestly didn't either. It's just like... (laughs) Give me why why that made your top ten. It's like... Like, you know how songs can just, like, put this vibe out that, like, you really just, like, it puts you, like, in a good mood, like, makes you feel good. Like, the music as a general is just, like, good, good noise, you know? If that makes sense, yeah. like that's what it was for me. I really liked the, um, like the style, the whole vibe it had going for it, and especially after um, Humans, their last album. I don't know if any of you listened to that, but it was basically like the D- they were like the DJ Khaled of alternative music. They just okay. had a bunch of like trashy um, features on there. So this one they like had like zero features on. It was just them, and I was very good. And then following that, I mean, I know we all loved Astroworld. You had it at six. I mean, sticking with, like, a bunch of experimental music, I mean, as you said, with uh, 
uh, iridescence. It's just like a lot of experimental this year. What was like? Why was Astro World not in your top five even? Place that six. I had that at number two. Andrew, what you had that at one. One. I had that at one. Um, I just love that, the that's produ- a, I love yeah. the production I just, on that album. I love that. Is, is it a little overhyped for you to put in the top five? I don't even think that. I thought it was a really good album. I just um, that style of music hasn't always been my type. Like the style okay. that Travis like plays to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the more like pop rap type of thing. Okay. Yeah. Not like poppy sounding, but just popular mm-hmm. rap. So like for. That genre, it like blew me out of the water because I haven't really liked that type of stuff, like Drake, all that stuff. But Astroworld, I thought was really good. But since it's still kind of in that genre, I didn't like think it was amazing. That's fair. So maybe you like respect what you're doing, but it's not really your thing. Yeah, yeah. But I yeah. still, I, I still listen that. to like at least half the songs from that album. That's how I feel about Brockhampton. Yeah. <laughs> now question for you 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 know you kind of put me on to the i thought kids see ghosts was a bad mm-hmm. album uh right away i just didn't like it i didn't like the production or how it sounded and like you kind of convinced me to go back and listen to it I actually made my top t- 10 we'll get to that but you have it at number one so what what makes that album so great to you it's back to the experimental thing because like that's, that's such an experimental album because like you listen to all of kanye's albums over the years mm-hmm. aside from maybe yay because that was a little more introspective but um it's all like you all listen to it and it's all kanye yeah like you mm-hmm. can tell that that's a kanye song and like him and cuddy on this one just took like like it came out of right field reborn is but, great i love that song yeah but it was still uh, had songs that like went hard they still had bars on it like it was just like so good. I feel like length is the only thing on Kids See Ghosts that ruined it for me. I, I didn't put it in my top ten. I just think it's like seven songs is a little short for an album. I consider it more to be like an EP. I think if he had like three, four, five more songs on there, all with the same experimental kind of flow, then I, I definitely would have it higher. But like you've got a 24-minute album. Like, I, there's not enough substance for me to really put it in a top ten. Yeah, list. but like, for me at least, it was 24 minutes of straight enjoyment. Yeah, and I, that's just like a that's quality, like on, like quality on Astroworld discussion. Like, yeah, like on Astroworld, like the reason I didn't put that in my top five is there's a few spots in there where I just like, I would, I think I even skipped a couple songs on my first listen yeah. to because I, because I just got like tired of it. And I mean, no, I didn't really enjoy it. Another thing, personally, with Kids See Ghosts, it was just like a little weird. Like there was just some stuff that was weird, and I just couldn't. Like, There's a few it, songs that didn't sit with me. I like, like some the of the majority, sounds that yeah. just, it I, just like hit me weird. I think I fall my music taste at least falls a little more yeah. like into the alternative, yeah. while you guys dip more like rap side. Yeah, that that's makes fair. sense. That's yeah. So yeah. Like, I just like that mainstream yeah. things. So when something comes up that's kind of weird, I'm not always sure about Speaking it. Speaking of mainstream, let's move on to your list, Reed. Let's hear it. Let's, <laughs> let's hear it. Immediately. Ouch. 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 Oh Alright, let's hear it. Jared, your I can guarantee you that we probably have some of the thing, same things. Yeah, but for sure. Yeah, there's probably some you're not going to like. Okay, okay, let's go. Let's, so, uh, let's hit it. 10th place, we have KOD by J. Cole. Ninth place, we have Ye. Fine grimaces. By Kanye West. <laughs> I, I like J. Cole. Big J. Cole guy. I I, just, it, that new single? That new single? That new, new single, single was good. New, new single, single was, was KOD. Right. Not. Woo! Well, 
Sorry. Eight. It's pretty hot. I am, I was, 21 Savage. Okay. Uh, number seven, Beer Bonds and Bentleys, Post Malone. Okay. Number six, the Black Panther album. I don't really... It, it comes up as various artists on my phone. Kendrick yeah, yeah, Lamar yeah. is in like 98% of it. But yeah, Kendrick mm-hmm. produced that whole thing. Like he was the spearhead. Number five, World on Drugs, Future and Juice World. <laughs> Andrew just <laughs> popped a blood vessel. <laughs> All right. Number four, Kid See Ghosts, Kanye West and Kid Cudi. Three, 1.5 by Amine. Mm. Two, The Carter Five by Lil Wayne. And one, Astroworld. Explain world on drugs. Okay, so um, my dinner was getting a little cold, so I needed a hot take to heat it back up. But <laughs> I like that. I I just have a taste, and I'll I'll explain, I'll elaborate a little bit more on that. But I have a taste of music that revolves very much around kind of the conglomeration between like mumble rap and like the sounds that are created from mumble rap. And then kind of like these new era trap beats. And yeah. it's something that just resonates super well in my head. I mean, there's three and songs on that album that stick out to me. Like, Fine China's good. Fine China, Fine Realer, China's Realer, Realer, and Real Hard Work Pays Off. I, I was, so, Hard Work Pays Off is my favorite, but lately, I don't know how, but just Ain't Living Right really... It's it like, on me. I, I find three songs, and like to me, that's just not mm-hmm. enough. Yeah, three I, I understand, yeah, I respect that. But for me, it's like Jet Lag, Fine China... Astronauts, Red Bentley, Make It Back, No Issue, World on Drugs, Ain't Living Right. Like, these are all songs um, that they just work for me. And I yeah. just like them. Like, they, I listen to them a lot. I enjoy them a lot. There's some that I really hate. Like, the one the one with um, uh, Lil Wayne, the Oxy one, was like, Oxy, Oxy, Oxy. Like, <laughs> no, like, no. Like, a- absolutely not. That was, that was atrocious, hands down. I mean, Juice I- World is definitely the breakout artist of 2018. So I'm not surprised by this being high, but I just think the album itself, like as a whole, wasn't as comprehensive or like as good enough as an album. Like, yeah, there's some standout tracks and some singles that are really good. But if you want to talk about songs of the year, that's a different story. I just don't think you can put this as an album of the year. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, for me, it's just like, it's a taste thing. It's not really like... yeah. It, it's not like the Mona Lisa of art right here, yeah. you know. <laughs> like it's not like the world's greatest, but I mean, for I've me, got, it's just something that I've I enjoy. A, I've got a Juice World to. album in my uh, top ten. I just but. I love Juice World. He's yeah. not he's not like the goat. He'll never no. be the goat, but he's just good. I mean, yeah, I'd like to take this opportunity because it's number three on Reed's list. One point five, I number mean, five on my list too. It's number. Limited. I got the uh, uh, five on my list. I thought I think it very underrated. The, like, m- the most slept on album of 2018. I, I honestly, Amine Amine is probably like one of my top five favorite artists. I think out so there too. right now. I really yeah. like. I really it's enjoy really good ashamed good. that people only listen to Caroline. I know. <laughs> that's <laughs> it. Like, that, nothing that's else. So like Amine, that's, that's the Caroline guy. That's why it's I underrated, dude. He had Caroline and was like somewhat of a one hit wonder. Besides, like his, but he dropped good fans. for you, and good for you was also good such for you a is good album. Amazing, but like, not that let, many let people. Listen. No, I love good for you. Like <laughs> veggies, yellow, Caroline, that's yellow. Yellow song. was my but most like, listened to like, song of twenty seventeen. Spice Girl, like that's a that's a good song, and it's kind of just pop. it's like Wedding it's such Crashers. a vibey. Yes, Sunday, Sundays and Turf, Dakota songs, Heebie Jeebies, like. 
th- like that bonus track with Kalani's great. Yeah. I oh, mean, that album's really good. It's just like overlooked like, because of Caroline, and it's such a shame because sometimes your biggest song can really like damage you as mm-hmm. an like as a whole. It's I like the sucks. switch up. Like, good for you was um, it has some introspective stuff, um, but it was very like feel good beach yeah, vibes. See, um, and then one point five took a turn and was like hard. And oh. it, it brought something like. Different. But it was still that, a ton that, of fun. But that it was brings still up a question fun. for yeah. me. Like, what would you rank better? Like, do you think Good For You is a better album than 1.5? Like, if you've got 1.5 in your top 10, where would Good For You have been in 2017? I have a hard time. Um, in 2017, Good For You was one of my favorite albums. I, like, I'd love to like, agree. Like, if that like album right came now, out in 2018, would that be in your top 10 right now? Yes, it would be. My that would be probably higher than 1.5? 1. 1. I don't, higher than I don't know. I think, I think I, one, I'd, I'd put, put 1.5 above. Really. I don't know. I feel I, like, I like I feel to like see good for you artists evolve. Reel but it in is such a good song. I like. I like. I like the whole like Black deeper, egg. introspective, like harder type. I don't know if I just from one point five. I don't know if I digest that one point five. Doctor like, Whoever in my top 10. right at the start is like such a good, and like it and starts off like, slow and like introspective, yeah. and then he like flips it and it goes hard right at the end. But then you still got that good for you vibe a little bit on there, like Shine, where it's just mm-hmm. like it's like Shine still kind of poppy, but it just like Oh can't too. That's that is a fun one. My line. head hanging out the like, window. Window. <laughs> the window. <laughs> out the window. Out the window. We, we keep things <laughs> radio uh, we, edit. We keep things PG around here at Studio Six Eight. Yeah, PG. <laughs> All right, do we want to move on to uh mine? Yeah, let's let's hear my, it. Let's my hear list it. that fine might thinks a little uh Hype beast as the kids nowadays call it. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> All right. Number 10, we've got Care For Me by Saba. You had that number one, right, Fine? I had that at two. Okay. Uh, number no nine, I've, ten, I've, I've got Shrem by none other than Ray Shremmerd. Slim Jimmy and Sway Lee. Uh, I like then, Sway I, then I've got, by the late great Mac Miller, Swimming at number eight. Seven, I've got Recently Released From Prison, Kodak Black's Dying To Live. Then I've got Reed had this on his too, the Black Panther album at number six. Five, I've Great also movie. got another deceased stars. I've got XXX Tentacion, question mark at number five. Uh, four, I've got Drake Scorpion, debatably the uh, greatest artist of our generation. <laughs> Fine's uh, not happy with that one. Uh, <laughs> I like Drake. Number three, I've got Juice World, Goodbye and Good Riddance. Number two, I've got Travis Scott's Astro World. Is lit! And then at number one, I've got <laughs> Post Malone's Beer Bongs and Bentleys. We haven't talked about Beer Bongs and Bentleys. Hit me with your analysis there. All right. Beer Bongs Why? and Bentleys. Why is that your favorite album? So, I mean, we were talking about how Amine has matured in his two albums. And I think you can really see that with Beer Bongs and Bentleys for Post Malone, how he's evolved from Stoney. Like, Stoney. Do you think Stoney's a better album than Beer Bongs and Bentleys? No. That's, that's so hard for me. That's it's not even a question for me. That's not even a question. You think Stoney is by far a... Blows beer bongs and bellies. Now I don't think any ever got ever I don't think blows just stony. I think beer bongs and bellies. But I think beer bongs and bellies was a great album. I let yes. me say that. For, like, is it my wait? Hold up. I think no. So I have never I, gotten into Stony. Maybe it's just like a different time for me, and I was just like had a different taste in music. But I've never gotten into. You got to check out. You got to check right. out Stony again. Yeah, I wouldn't say Stony blows beer bongs and bellies out of the water, but I do think it is better. But I still think this year alone, mm-hmm. beer bongs and bellies is my favorite album. I mean. Paranoid, like you start off the album mm-hmm. with an like insanely good song, probably my favorite off the album Paranoid. Mm-hmm. Then you go into Spoil My Night with Sway Lee, mm-hmm. who can just hit like That's a really any vocal one. and just harmonize. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Rich and Sad, Zach hook and Codeine. My hook came. Yeah, my Sway hook Lee. came for real. 
I mean, and then you just go, you got Rich and Sad, Zach and Codeine, both great songs. Taking Shots is, like, a little hype. Like, you, you get you get a ton of different vibes. You got Rockstar, you got 21 Savage on that. Overnight, and I mean, like, Better Now, it that really took the radio by storm, like, after, mm-hmm. like, a few weeks after it was released. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, like, your vibey, like, sad kind of song. So he hits everything on this, and and he's got some good now let features. Me, let I me mean, tell you why. Sway Lee, 21 Savage, Ty Dolla Sign. I mean, Nicki Minaj, if you like her or not. I'm not a huge fan, but, like, Ball yeah, For Me is still like a, Ball For Me is just a good song. Um, um, 92 Explorer, Candy Paint, Sugar Ray. Like, he ends okay. the album strong, and he starts strong. So I, here's what I I'm going to say. Gearbox and Bentley's was my number eight. I I see all your points. My why I couldn't put it higher is I got tired of some of the songs and I thought they sounded the same. Um, I get that. I could see like that there argument. there are some songs it, you could cut, but overall I did think it was a great. It's album. unfortunate that he just makes radio hits because when you keep hearing the song, it just gets old. Wow, I mean, the oh, single here. I know that's it's not a, on there. No, that's a like, great single. That's a but, like example like so radio hit. I I rank albums based off of like how many good songs there are. Like, if there if there's an album and there's, like, all right, there's four good songs, but the rest of the album is trash. Like, this song only has, like, three songs that I don't enjoy. Okay. Out of 18, like, that's pretty impressive to have 15 really good songs on one album. So that's why I, I just had to put it on my number one spot. Okay. Yeah. And can I just point something out that, for me, um, I feel like Post Malone's maturation over the years is pretty similar to 21 Savage. Like, I feel like in the beginning, you know, it's like, he's like, it's a knife. I got, I got a knife on my forehead. Um, but if you think about it, they don't make similar music whatsoever, but they have very similar storylines where they kind of start off kind of geeky, almost like memes. Yeah. They make a hit and it's pretty decent. They kind of turn around. They really like refine and reshape their craft. And in 2018, they seem to be, like and these then, very mature, strong artists who and then, really yeah. lead the industry. And then hitting, sure. hitting Fine's point earlier, like, Stoney's definitely better, his 2016 album, because there's literally, like, one song that I don't like on that yeah. out of 18. Like, hitting, it's the same amount of songs, and there's just more good songs I on that album. I think the difference for me is I liked a lot of the songs on Beer Bongs and Bentley's too, but I think the songs on Stoney have more longevity. I, yeah. Because I've mm-hmm. already forgotten a few of the songs that like I, I liked on the initial listen on Beer Bongs and Bentleys, but like, I still keep going back to Stoney. And for I sure. mean, all the songs for sure. Congratulations, White Iverson. Like those will forever be his two biggest hits. Like I don't think he will ever top those two songs. No, ma- no matter what, Sunflower is getting up there right now. Sunflower, but like, what about Psycho? Rocks. I think he's pretty arguable. He can like that, that's up there. Like, Stoney has a lot of. We won't. Yeah. My list now? Yeah, let's hit Yeah. All right, last but not least. So I got question mark by X. Kids see ghosts. We already talked about Kanye and Kid Cudi. Uh, Beer bongs and Bentleys. KOD by J. Cole. Coming in at six. Carter five. Lil Wayne. 1.5 by Mine. Scorpion by Drake. Drake at four. Yay by Kanye at three. Goodbye and Good Riddance by Juice World at two. And number one was Astro World. Travis Scott. Um, did we really talk about Astro World yet? We did a little bit. We, we did a decent. Mind. I think... My main I mean, takeaways was there's a lot of good songs on there. I loved the per- really what blows me away of Astro World is the production. production. It's insane. Uh, production is insane on that. I mean, album. Production of the videos he's made so far insane too. Yeah. Uh, what effects do you want, Travis? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> all of that. I think as a whole, like music videos have really improved. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean yeah. like the Cole, Cole Bennett's recent video with uh, 
Kanye and yeah, Wind I may not understand it. It was it crazy. Cool. <laughs> I mean, Kanye had turf growing out of his arms. <laughs> it was kind of okay. sick. Wow, that's love, crazy. I love, because I, I love to hate on KOD. Yes. So I'd love to give you guys Jake the opportunity to try to express why you like it so much. All right. I think if you look past... There are some corny moments on the album. That's why more corny I have moments on Three Eyes Only. Just by the way, yes, that's true. Not nearly as corny but as that one. It's very good at what it does, and I think like it shows the whole painting different perspectives of like addicts or people addicted to certain things, and like countering that. Didn't mean Did to you play accidentally that. play it. <laughs> oh, we're gonna yeah. get copyrighted now. Oh, no. <laughs> no, but it's uh. It's let, let, me, let me pull up the track list um, and give you, like... So the intro was just okay, but K.O.D., um, I think, as a song, is super interesting. Because um, it paints the perspective of, like, an addict. And I think he does a good job of, like, painting that and, like, countering it with um, how that, like... What that ends up like, if that makes sense. You get what I'm saying? That, I understand. I think my problem with that song is, like, his flow was kind of weird to me. I didn't have an issue with his message on that one, per se. And I think there are good uh, messages. Like, Ke- Kevin's Heart is my favorite song off this album. Yeah. That was one of the I only mean, ones I liked. That's one of my, like, chill-out playlist songs, because I mean, it just really, like, soothes me. I really, I like the message in it. I also like the music video with Kevin Hart. There's the just a lot of things good, I like. Also, motivate. Motivate so ATM and Motivate are really hype, but then Kevin's Heart is like the deepest song on this album, and it actually like it yeah it, it's like slightly a current events topic because it talks about like Kevin Hart and like his cheating scandal and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But it also like it it's J Cole looking at himself and like the struggles he's had with like staying true to one person, like cheating, infidelity, and like all that. So I think like he, he's being really introspective here, but also kind of putting it through the light of someone else and, like, someone he's, like, friends with. So I, that song is super good to me. Yeah. Other than that, ATM motivated. They're hype. KOD's good. Once in it, that once in attic interlude. I can I can definitely see where you're coming from. Like, uh, I motivate? Jake Cole gets way too much hate. People to, have made, like, a meme out of him, like, Russ and Logic. Like, to, it's, yeah. It's, un, it's unfair. Let, let, let him finish it. Let him finish it. He's a lyricist. To express my... Like, why I can't enjoy it is, for me, the hype songs come off a bit cookie-cutter. Okay. If that makes sense. I get that. A lot of times when it gets deep, like, a lot on that album, it just... The tone's kind of preachy to me. I get that. Jake Cole's a very preachy guy. Two things here. Which I can't (laughs) get past. I don't... I grew out of liking ATM. I don't really like it as much. Why I like Motivate is it's short. It has, like, a newer sound. But one of my favorite, like, parts of that, that, like, you can kind of read into is, like, um, where he, like, his voice goes, like, down and then up again. I just kind of like that, because to me, that shows, like, somebody, like, taking drugs, like, and then he, like, goes all the way down, he's like, I'm feeling alive, I'm feeling alive, I'm feeling alive, I'm feeling alive, and then he goes right into the second verse. I just love that part. I agree. And I, then I honestly think one of J. Cole's best attributes is as a storyteller. We saw in 2014 mm-hmm. Forest Hills Drive, like, 03 Adolescence and Wet Dreams 
are literally just stories. Like he just reads it like beginning Dude, to end stories. You, but they're awesome. They're awesome. Taylor Two City. Like honestly, you could name like January twenty. January twenty eighth. January twenty eighth. January twenty eighth. Yeah. I mean, Love Yours is a great off of twenty fourteen Forest Hill Drive. Like mm-hmm. you can't. He's just a you, good storyteller. You can't say Kod is his best album. That's like not even a question. Yeah. I'm, I don't even know if I'd put it in his top three album slash mixtapes. Mm-hmm. Because I'd say um, Board Center I mean, and you've got uh, Board Center the Sideline. And, like, yeah, like Whole World. That's why Whole it's World. only at seventh but on my list, but I did think I, it was solid. I think it's solid, too. I just think it's it's unfortunate that he's become an internet meme. And yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's really a shame because he he's a great lyricist. I think he's, like, lyrically, he's comparable to someone like Kendrick Lamar, in my opinion. And I, I think he, like, on paper. Not he, as. Not as good, but, like, comparable. I think he's like on, on paper. I'd say like civil, his, silver medal. Kendrick but if you're looking on paper, yes. like he's a good lyricist. He's good and, at describe. I don't think he. And yes, I agree with Fine that he comes off very preachy. Like I know when he was at a concert in like Philly or South Jersey, or whatever that some of my friends went to, and he like he literally stood up on stage for like a half hour and just talked. Like he didn't even start playing his music. He just talked, and that's just like that's just the character he is. That's like he's just trying to spread his message his his way. I appreciate it. And he's become like a joke because of it, which is a shame because I think he makes good music. It's interesting that you bring that up because the one thing that KOD did for me is like, I used, like I used to be one of those that like joked about like J. Cole and like his music. But it, I was able to appreciate it and why people get it and like it, I stopped hating on J. Cole after that album because I can see why people enjoy it but that one specifically just like didn't play into my taste. So you didn't mm-hmm. what? So you didn't like his I album. see what you said. See, albums that's were so surprising though. Because like I thought like, that was his corniest album like Yeah, that. like something like 2014 Forest Hills Drive, like there's so much like real music like Love Yours for example, like telling you to love your own life and not like look at celebrities and try to like create that image in your own life like love what you have, like there's always going to be a bigger house, there's always going to be a better car. Like love what you have, like that. Those are the kind of messages he's been preaching since day one, and I just feel like people kind of just miss that point, and, like jump to conclusions that like, ah, he's he's just a joke, man. He's like logic. Yeah, and, and you're just like, oh, oh, don't, yeah, don't, even, don't even get me started. Don't get me started. Right right he, I think that like people made a meme out of him too for the whole logic? black white thing. Like I think he's, yo, he, no, he's done that. Did you hear his new single? He's done that to himself. Yeah, he, that's like, a problem. No. I went to, to Logic, like, after Under Pressure, I went to a Logic show, but he was at peak Logic before he became a meme, and I was like, yes, this guy's awesome, and then all that, like, meme stuff came out that everybody jokes about now, and yeah. then I was, just, I was like, I don't even recognize this guy anymore. Like, it, it just made me sad. All right. Anyway, that's, <laughs> that's been, all I got. That's been our top 10 albums of 2018. Uh, we hope you're having a great new year so far. Hope you're staying true to those resolutions. Uh, from hit everyone. us with your top ten. Yeah, hit us, with, Add hit, us on Twitter. Hit Listen us to with Juice your top World. ten at Studio Six Eighteen Pod. Please subscribe, follow. It's been another great podcast. Thank you guys for listening. See ya. Peace. Peace. Oh, we said it at the same time. Peace. <laughs> Peace.